Hey, everybody. I'm Joe Byer, the executive director of Parallel 45 Theater, and I'm really excited to welcome you to the first ever P45 Theater podcast. Um, we're trying this out this summer. It's the cultural comeback summer, and uh, we're going to be bringing you ongoing behind the scenes stories and coverage with our actors, designers, technicians. So uh, thanks for tuning in, and I hope you'll follow us all summer. Welcome, everybody, to the first ever Parallel 45 Theater podcast, which we are now doing in a pop-up studio right outside at Hickory Hills Recreation Area. Uh, so that's a beautiful spot here in Traverse City where Parallel 45 has just dropped down on Monday with over 50 visiting artists from around the country and began the rehearsal process for Rodgers and Hammerstein's The Sound of Music which is the topic of our, our first kickoff podcast. So I'm really happy that I dragged away from rehearsal our music director, Emma Weiss. Hey. Hi, Emma. Hi. Good morning. Good morning. Good to be here. And one of our lead actors from Chicago, Max DeTogny. Yeah. Thank you so much for having us. Well, thank you guys. Uh, you are right in the middle of doing an incredible thing that most people would just be amazed that you're doing. So let me set the stage. 50 people, most of whom you've never met, right? All of you arrived here on Sunday night. Uh, we went through 104 hot dogs at a little <laughs> kickoff party we had at my farm. Uh, that was the first time many of us met each other. And then all of a sudden you got dropped down here in Hickory Hills. And over the last few days, you've been intensely rehearsing the sound of music, a really complicated uh, piece of work. And it's going to go up in about two weeks. So mm -hmm. I think I'm sort of fascinated by your courage and your bravery because I'm watching you guys work here. And just tell me what that's like doing summer repertory theater so intensely. And Absolutely. I'll take it away first. Um, I'd say the first thing I probably on everyone's mind and especially myself, uh, I think just being back in the room, uh, making theater, being together, it, it feels like we've been here so long already, even though we've only been here a few days and it kind of feels like the pandemic never happened, which is a, a kind of beautiful perspective, uh, in some ways to have, it feels, um, like, like theater never, never left almost. Um, and it's very exciting to be in the room, uh, to be creating together again, um, and Summerstock in particular, when we're doing two shows in rep, right? We have Sound of Music that we're starting now and we're doing Charlie Brown a little later in the season, as well as a play reading series. Um, so it's a lot happening really quickly. Um, and everyone in the room so far has been really game and down to just dive in with their whole selves. And perhaps it's been the time away, but uh, it's really been incredible so far, just the energy that everyone's giving to um, all of the things that we have to get done really quickly. Yeah, I think I think um, as far as having uh, a bunch of people who don't know each other um, coming together for this common goal, um, it's very easy to feel at home like we are a family because we are all working towards the same thing. Um, and it's just good. It, it, a lot of people, this is their first time out, maybe out of their apartment, out of their house um, amongst a, a large group of people. And and the vibe is just, it's, it's very friendly. We're very, uh, supportive of each other. Um, from the start, you can, you can tell there's like a, a community sense to it. So it's, it's, it's so great to be back. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's so, I was just saying, you know, earlier this morning, imagining 
what we thought we were going to be going through at this point, how challenging it was going to be to rehearse and produce live theater under the circumstances. Go back a month or two ago. I mean, you guys, you know, I went through it on my end, but was it scary to even think about coming and, and coming back to your craft? And I think definitely um, the apprehension to be in mixed company. Um, I mean, pre the vaccinations, um, we had all sorts of guidelines in place. So we were going to be socially distanced and masked. Um, and that would have added another layer of kind of awkward tension. Um, but since we've gotten past that point, we are, um, for the most part, all vaccinated. It, it, it just makes it uh, that more, that much more comfortable. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think it, it adds to our desire to want to just get back and do it. Yeah. Finally, just a chance to to play around and to explore and to do what we love to do. Yeah, I think hopefully a, a few of us, if not a lot of us, were able to do some kind of arts over the last few months, um, whether it was over Zoom or doing <laughs> virtual performances, which we're all laughing because like it's so it's just the the contrast between doing mm. something virtually and doing something in in real life. Uh, there, there's there's really nothing like it. Um, and uh, I think a lot of us, a, a lot of educators and a lot of people on the creative team have uh, particularly had a, a tough year of renegotiating what teaching feels like and looks like and what uh, end products feel like and look like um, and even how to be in a rehearsal and how do you hold a rehearsal. Um, so coming back to this rehearsal space, it's almost like polishing off uh, really beloved old jewels and being like, oh, we have this this opportunity to be this way. Or we have the opportunity to make a circle together or to make eye contact with each other or to literally inhale and breathe together when I'm leading singing and warm up. Um, I, I love to try to be, uh, to try to create these little pockets of, of intimacy, of, of just making music together. Um, and that was truly impossible to do via zoom. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll tell you, we, we came here to start rehearsals Tuesday morning and I was sitting around the corner by the end of the afternoon and you had sort of moved into the music rehearsal. And I heard the first key on the piano and my antenna went up and my spine sort of tingled because it was a real sound. Mm. And then it was followed a few seconds later by the sounds of human voices. And it was like a kick in my stomach. I, I got emotional. And I, I've been thinking about how it's not going to surprise me if people come to the theater and almost cry mm. when they hear the first sounds of people singing. I mean, what was it like to do it? I mean, you've shared a little bit of that experience, but what what did it feel like for you, Max? I mean, there's one thing that you can't do on Zoom and it's sing together with someone to have that harmony, to feel like the warmth of the chords around you. And yeah, it's definitely, it was um, a very cool experience. It was almost like doing it for the first time, like all, all the butterflies and stuff floating around. Yeah, yeah. it's a visceral feeling. <laughs> smiles I, all around yeah, here in the podcast room. It's a real visceral <laughs> feeling and, and vibrations and mm -hmm. acoustic. I mean, the space also at Hickory Hills where we are is really beautiful and we're, we're taking advantage of, uh, of the beautiful acoustics inside the space. So learning songs with lots of harmony and lots of crunch and, and suspension and, uh, you know, all this tension and release is a really uh, visceral feeling feeling while, while we're singing together in a group, you can physically feel it in the room sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, it's, it's just not, you're not able to do anything close mm -hmm. to that, uh, when you're alone in your home or alone on zoom. 
Uh, I think yeah. it's cool too how how much we are listening to each other as an ensemble. Um, uh, yesterday we were singing something for the the benefit gala um, in a week, and uh, we all collectively made the same mistake. But it's like we were all in it, you know, like we were <laughs> all together, and it it's just such a such a cool feeling to feel um, just a part of that and. Even though we did it wrong, you know, it was cool, it was cool to, to feel it out. Well, after the longest shutdown of the arts in human history, it feels so good to be back. So we're going to, the performing arts was probably the hardest thing to imagine doing under those circumstances. So I'm so glad we didn't even have to try. And so we're going to put that behind us now. And I want to talk about The Sound of Music, sure. which opens July 8th at Civic Center Park in downtown Traverse City. Um, this is a musical that debuted in, on Broadway in 1959. It's probably one of the most well-known stories in musical theater, um, an iconic film, obviously. So when I took the job at Parallel 45, I, I thought, oh, The Sound of Music, interesting choice. I haven't seen that in many years. And then I started talking to artistic director Kip McKay about her sensibility and and what motivated her in choosing this story right now and i'd love for you guys to share a little bit about how you've come to that process because it's a really interesting take on it and that's what p45 is trying to do take the familiar do something different raise your curiosity mm -hmm. about it and the more i've heard about her vision for this the more interested i am so yeah uh definitely the the way that kit can deconstruct um these classic musicals and um, put her own message and her own spin and uh, how it becomes applicable to uh, the things we're going through today. Um, even though these shows were written 50, 60, 70 years ago. Um, it's like when we did hair a few years ago, uh, it was like manipulating the text and um, everything to convey the problems that we are facing, um, that we were facing in current, uh, like, um, just right now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. Um, yeah. And it's cool to give these old shows that have become a very dated in most aspects, um, but to give them a new spin and a new take and to um, kind of refresh people's um, understandings. And yeah, no, I'm, I'm very excited to work with Kit again. She's brilliant. Yeah, Just Kit, I, I, I'm going to echo that. Kit, <laughs> Kit McKay has a an exceptional... Uh, an exceptional directorial perspective. Um, and she manages to always uh, personalize for every actor, their their role, their what they're doing, where they're walking, what they're looking at. Um, everything is important, like truly everything. And whether or not the audience needs to know that for the rehearsal room and for the process of the actor, I think, this is what I, <laughs> what oh, yeah. I observe at least, right? You're in it, <laughs> um, that uh, it's, every breath together, every moment, every look is important. And, and specifically with the sound of music, I, I, I agree that it, it's a story that's so old and, and something that maybe we grew up with in our childhoods, right? It's something that I listened to in the car with my parents, almost every road trip we ever took. Um, and so I think there's a collective societal, like, oh yeah, we know that one. We know that one. Um, but the, the perspective and the take that Kit, uh, is, is having us work through right now is, is, quite dark um, and and really interesting and, and leans a bit into our collective experience of the last year um, and trauma. Uh, yeah. And the, you know, my, my story is that when I was little, I used to only ever watch act one of The Sound of Music because that's the happy act. <laughs> and then act two, the Nazis come. Um, and so we're, we're talking about, um, you know, the climate of 
having Nazis? Uh, and what does that feel like? And is there an echo today? And what does that feel like? Um, and, and there's a lot of exploring happening, uh, trying to understand the potential parallels between what was happening uh, in the story of The Sound of Music with what we've all experienced in the last year and what yeah. we are even still experiencing now. Yeah, I mean, for me, the, the, the real hook that got me connected to her vision was the sense of a family in crisis mm. whose faith is being tested by something bigger than themselves. I mean, what that could describe any family right. in We've the entire world over the last, uh, you know, year and a half. And, um, seeing the story in that light, I'm hopeful that actually coming to the theater is an experience that opens up a conversation for people to have together, which is always what you kind of hope for at the end of, of doing theater, you know, is that, is that it lingers and it, and it continues on. And, um, so we'll be, it'll be interesting. And we're, and this is going to look differently too this Absolutely. summer. And Max, <laughs> you were here in 2019, which is like, mm -hmm. you know, for most people in this region is the golden era of <laughs> live theater because it was the summer that P45 opened. It was the summer the amphitheater launched and hair was, you know, many, many, many people came you know, over and over to that, to that show. And then last summer, tragically, we did have to cancel the season. And so, you know, what we're doing this summer, which is the audience is going to be sprawling out on the lawn and the actors are going to be on stage. And, and you had this design presentation too. I want to talk just a little bit about our design team, because what, what did it feel like to get presented finally in person with some of the ideas behind the show and how the stage is going to reflect this story. And I thought it was very exciting. Yeah. I mean, something it's incredible to have worked, uh, first for a few months already, right. In pre-production, um, to have the visuals on the computer of what the set will look like, and then to actually see the model and then to actually go to the amphitheater and see what it looks like, just how, how, how the shapes feel different and how, uh, feeling the texture of the cloth for the costume, seeing the costumes layout. I was so excited by the costumes. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's an incredible moment of, uh, kind of recognizing this, this total teamwork that's happening. Um, and it's so exciting to, to witness all of that. Yeah. And it seems like as an actor, this, this set design for the sound of music, which is very open and it sort of pushes the stage out into the lawn and the audience in an interesting way. But, um, it looks to me kind of like a blank canvas, which as an actor would seem like an ideal, yeah. uh, you know, format because it's all about you and you know, your character work is going to carry this in such an amazing way and be the focus. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it, it, it the way that it is open up, it, it kind of, um, I mean, we're, we're sitting here at Hickory Hills and we are surrounded by hills and mountains and free, um, free rain. You know, it's, it's beautiful here. And I think it kind of mirrors that and gives the audience that kind of perspective, um, of being, uh, not, maybe not the Alps, but it, <laughs> similar. Yeah. Uh, in Michigan, our Alps are any hill you can roll down on a sled. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's about the standard is, is that, but yes, this, this is such a strange thing. We've, we've all mentioned it and it was a total accident to be here at Hickory Hills for the sound of music, but it is almost as if someone created this landscape for us to yeah. rehearse in. But, um, Tell, tell me a little bit about, and, and this would be interesting, I think, to people who live here. Many people are coming to Northern Michigan for the first time, and we're a little self-conscious, I think, about what the 
the country thinks of us, you know, as Midwesterners. <laughs> what What are your impressions of being here in Northern Michigan? Oh man. Um, so I'm from Chicago um, and it's just opening up the door when you get here and breathing in the air is so different. It's so pure. It's so open. Um, and you see that reflected in the, um, in the society, you know, in the interactions you get at the local stores and people waving when you, when they drive by, you know, it's, it's, (laughs) it's very sweet. It's very inviting. Um, after shows in 2019, people would come up and they were so thankful and they were so grateful. Um, so there, there really is uh, an appreciation and, um, like a collective love for what parallel 45 brings to this community. Um, and it's, it's great to be a part of, it's great to have those interactions and to feel that, that security and that home. Yeah, I totally agree. I had a great interaction with a lovely lady on the side of the road. Help, she literally helped me pump my gas. I'm from New York City. I don't drive a lot. <laughs> I literally didn't know how to pump the gas from this old gas station. She was like, I'll help you. Don't worry. She pumped my gas for me. And that, I think, is a metaphor for lots of people in Traverse City Machine. They're here to help. They're very forgiving when I make uh, slow turns around the corner. The driving is a big thing for me right now. Um, but yeah. uh, it's just so gorgeous here. Mm-hmm. I mean, when I was here in 2019, I had never been to Michigan before in my life. I remember telling my friends, oh, I'm going to this place called Traverse City, Michigan. I don't know. Um, and I just had the most glorious summer of my life. I mean, the the lakes, the beaches, biking around, hiking. Um, it's one of the most uh, stunning places in the world. And I sometimes now when I'm back in New York, don't want to tell people where I'm going because I think <laughs> if they knew about it, like it would, there yeah. would be more of an exodus to come <laughs> here. Um, it's, it's a, it's a remarkable place to spend the summer. I think the summer months are beautiful, but Definitely. also just a, a, an amazing place to create. Um, it, it feels a bit like a, like a retreat. Um, it feels like, uh, you know, with, with so much nature around, especially doing, you know, the hills are alive. Mm-hmm. It's all in our music. Um, but, but I think it allows us to, to focus and to enjoy and to respect nature. There's, there's so much, uh, so much happening in, in Traverse city. So I think we're very grateful to, to have this company here. Yeah. Um, yeah. it's really exciting well, to we're be very, part of. We're yeah. very, very happy to have you. And, um, I'm glad that you're, you're figuring out some of life's bigger challenges. Emma. <laughs> like, my own gas. <laughs> yeah. No, it's really special. There is this loop. And I think this is where we should end it today because it really in, encapsulates P45. The loop for us is about bringing new people here and sharing what this incredible region has to offer. And then you may underestimate what you bring to us, which is a fresh perspective and your talents and your craft from different places. And um, we love culture here. We love to be challenged. It's an intelligent, curious community. So thank you for being a part of this cultural comeback summer. Oh, thank and, you. And we have kind of a theme uh, to end, I think, if you're if you don't mind. But I'm asking everybody to to just say P45 is back, baby. <laughs> In a collective, in a one, oh, two, no, three. Oh, no, one at a time. Oh, okay. P45 is back, baby. <laughs> P45 is back, baby. Well, thank you. Thank you for listening, and thank you guys for taking time out of your rehearsals. We'll see you at the theater. Well, that's a wrap on today's P45 Theater Podcast. Thanks so much for listening. And we'd really love to see you this summer at the theater. So for tickets, go to parallel45.org.